This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Schlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with the California-based music producer, Ian Brennan. We spoke about the incredible debut album of Yana Mamina, which Ian produced and engineered. Yana Mamina is a 74-year-old woman from Djibouti. This album has just been released on Glitterbeat Records. In the middle of the episode, you'll hear a track called A Far Ways, and at the end you'll hear another one called Honey Bee. In our chat, Ian told me about Yana Mamina, how he encountered her work, and the distinctive setting in which this album was recorded. My name is Ian Brennan. I'm a uh, Grammy-winning music producer and author from California. Yana Mamina is a uh, singer and songwriter from Djibouti, and she's from the Afar people, and she is 74 years old. The Afar people uh, are uh, a group that it, it, its territory is in Djibouti, Ethiopia, and Eritrea, and she lives in the uh, Djibouti portion of their, of their area. We had the good fortune of meeting Yana Mamina in uh, May of 2019. My wife and I, Marilena Umohozadeli, who does all the video and photos for the projects we work on, uh, had gone to Djibouti specifically to look for music uh, without knowing anybody there. We went there with the faith that there would be music there, and we found a lot of great artists, um, but we were most thrilled to meet Yana through the network of people that we encountered as we spent time there. And we recorded with her in a, a stilt hut on the ocean uh, on the outskirts of Djibouti. And it was a, a thrilling experience to record with her. Yana normally uh, resides out in a rural area. Once you get outside the city of Djibouti City, which is the capital of Djibouti. Um, it's uh, desert, and it's quite remote. And she lives in an area without electricity, so they. it was very important for the musicians to stress that this is what they do, uh, not for performance purposes, not for entertainment purposes, not for monetary gain, but that they play music at night uh, for... For the you know to accompany each other and to entertain one another, not f for you know any gain beyond that experience. Yana is um, a force of nature. She has an energy that belies her age. Um, very uh, expressive and energetic, and charismatic, and um, you know quite. Um, wild in a sense meaning that you know she's she's vivacious and that comes across i think in a lot of her vocals and a lot of the photos as well um she has a very 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 strong strong presence yana is a songwriter and some of the songs are autobiographical and some of them are fictional and some of them are a mixture of the two she's a storyteller and a very courageous one at that and part of from what we were told, part of uh, you know her notoriety um, in the community and in the region is is the fact that she is a female artist and a female singer, 
and an elder and an outspoken one, but beyond that, that she's writing her own songs, which is even rarer for female artists. Well, the first two tracks on the record, uh, Far Ways is the second track on the album, are, you know, call and response, largely vocal, almost entirely. And the accompaniment uh, comes often from the environment. And what happened in the stilt hut on the ocean there was that it's a very shallow, shallow uh, beach. And so when we began, uh, the the water was probably a, a good kilometer or more away. And it seemed like, well, there's no chance of that interfering with anything we're doing. Um, but not long into the recording, uh, we I began to notice, probably because I had headphones on, uh, noises and... Um, and began to feel the movement of the of the structure itself, which is you know made of bamboo and thatch and and you know stilts, and uh, and and those elements tend to make a lot of noise, a lot of creaking, um, and we began to hear a lot of activity with the seagulls, you know, that had become agitated, and then the sound of water, and so it became clear that that the tide had come in. And it had, in fact, surrounded us. So uh, whether we liked it or not, we were going to be recording for a while because there was no way out of there until the tide until the tide receded again. Arbor in 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 Arbor in
Since 2009, we've been recording around the world in regions that are largely underrepresented uh, in terms of global media, meaning in regional languages like the Afar language, which uh, Yana's album is in. And my preference, uh, having made records since 1987, my preference is to record 100% live without overdubs and ideally outdoors or semi-outdoors. And this was done in that manner where the elements surrounding us become part of the accompaniment. The goal is to record as pristinely as possible under the circumstances. That there's no, there's no uh, you know, agenda to have these sounds be on the record. But what tends to occur is that when they do end up on the record, they oftentimes become a form of accompaniment. On this record also, you'll hear, uh, she wear, Yana wear, wears many, many bracelets, and you'll hear these metal bracelets rattling um, so, somewhat unintentionally. Um, and uh, the, the coincidence of that is that it's usually sympathetic to the music that's going on and becomes really a part of it, not anything that interferes with it or ruins it, but quite the opposite, something that enhances it. So it's battery-operated equipment um, with as good a microphones as can be powered uh, in that manner, and uh, and then the rest is is up to up to chance. And this type of recording requires one of two things: it requires either people that have never recorded before and are experimenting 
which can have really tremendous results sometimes, uh, or people that are virtuosic and uh, can play the same song 10 times and play it more or less perfectly each time. And so these are first takes and these are live, 100% live. And again, many of the, the, the tracks on this record were improvised. Like uh, the donkey will not listen is a is a rap song that that she improvised and her her friends accompanied her r- right there on the spot. <laughs> Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? I've written about in the past the term world music and concerns about that, um, which places, you know, the West as a as a center and everyone else as other. Global music has become more popular, but it is ultimately a synonym and, and encounters some of the same problems. For me, I'm not so much interested in um, music that others may view as exotic. In fact, our goal is to de-exoticize, uh, to emphasize the commonality uh, between individuals emotionally. The, the intimacy and the emotion that can be conveyed through recording is the primary draw for me uh, and how timeless that can be. So music that, re- that music lovers respond to not casual listeners, but people that really seek out music. And I find voices like Yana to be those that someone could listen to potentially in 50 years and and wonder what she's singing about. And on some level, knowing what she's singing about and how important it is and, and being moved by it, regardless of what the words may or may not be saying. We've been very heartened by the, the response to Yana Momina's debut album, um, you know, certainly we never put out anything that we don't personally believe in. We record a lot more than we actually release uh, because it would be, you know, somewhat hypocritical to do otherwise. Um, there's 
there are too many releases in the world now and and a lot of of quality is now lost due to sheer volume and so we don't want to contribute to that cycle quite the opposite um and so i feel that yana's voice is is incredibly special because it doesn't sound like any other voice i've ever heard and that's very rare to hear nowadays so often when you hear a singer you can hear the composite you know they sound like some combination of stevie nicks and and you know someone else and someone else or just like some artist you know like dylan being certainly a big one that that tends to be predominant with a lot of singers um and so there's a uniqueness to what she's doing but you know my fear was that people may not appreciate it because she has a uh what i call a kamikaze vibrato but she's very much in control of it um, and so when she when she performs the songs, I've heard her perform some songs more than once. They they are consistent, uh, but my fear was that some people may not understand that. And certainly, like a lot of of you know fingerprint voices, voices that are are so distinctive and instantly recognizable, they're strong flavors, which means that uh, someone's probably not going to feel neutrally about them. They're going to notice it uh, for better or for worse. And we've been very pleased to see that that the the reviews that it's received have been very positive and people have been very insightful about her voice the song honeybee is uh one with guitar accompaniment and more of a a driving beat and 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 a structure that that some people might relate to more easily than the more open-ended free time songs and it's uh it's it it has a tremendous amount of possi- uh, positivity but also does exhibit you know the artistry of what she's doing vocally and the complexity uh and it's it's just another beautiful track Yeah. 